1: Football 24-7 with John McMullen. It's Eagles postgame. The end of the season comes to a close, and the Eagles end at 4-11-1. And, and that is not the story of the postgame show tonight. Johnny Mack, how are you, sir? I'm
2: doing well. Thanks for having me, Krause. Uh Yeah, obviously didn't end... The way the Eagles expected, uh, no doubt so much uh excitement, optimism uh to begin the season. Uh and it ends at four, eleven and one. And I don't think anybody uh thought it would reach those depths, but here we are, and now it shifts to the off season and um, first already, uh first has already fallen, the fact that this is uh, even though the Eagles haven't confirmed it yet. It is Kim uh, Schwartz's last game as the defense coordinator. And now we got to start talking about uh, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz because Doug Peterson is going to be back as the head coach. And it, it certainly seems as
1: if Carson Wentz
2: does not
1: want to return as the quarterback of this organization. John McMullen, this was a tough, tough game to watch If you're an Eagles fan and everybody listening to you, listening to this podcast is an Eagles fan. People are embarrassed. People are frustrated. People are confused. People have no idea why Doug Peterson pulled Jalen Hurts out of the game when they were still in the game and brought in Nate Sudfeld. Well, there's
2: only one reason, and and you're right. Uh, Some people look at it as disgraceful, uh, and I've seen that all over social media and Twitter and so forth, and other people think it was the right thing to do. So I do think you have two camps. And, um, you know, if you talk about Jason Kelsey, who spoke passionately to us uh, a few weeks ago uh, and, and told reporters, "Look." Winning games should, should come above all else in the NFL. You don't want to create this culture of, of losing uh, by doing things purposefully uh, towards that. Uh, and that's what the Eagles did. They decided that getting the sixth overall pick in April, and that's where we'll be in the NFL draft, was more important um, than getting a win and falling down to number nine. So that's where we are. Uh, and they tanked this game. The players didn't, uh, especially the defensive side of the ball. I mean, no one let those guys in on it. Uh, and I, I think it was apropos uh, of Jim Schwartz because throughout his, his five years here, I think he's often put out a product uh, that was greater than the sum of his parts. And look, they lost Jalen Mills and, and Mikel Roby Coleman um, to the COVID list this week. Uh, Michael Jaquette was a late scratch because of an injury. He had two cornerbacks. He had to play Rudy Ford, an outside cornerback. He's a safety and a special teams player. Uh, And this defense showed up, and and they would not let Washington run away in this game. They only gave up 248 yards ahead, two turnovers. They they could have had more. Um, There was that fumble, the Eagles didn't challenge. That was potentially a, a... a touchdown going the other way it was hard to see, but the Eagles never challenged it. Um, and then there were a couple other fumbles they weren't able to get on. But overall, they didn't tank. But the goal of Jeffrey, Lori, Howie, Roseman, Doug Peterson was that number six overall pick in, in the NFL draft. And some fans like that.
1: Um, and some fans obviously don't. John, do you believe that Howie... Jeffrey, Lori, and Doug, collectively, were on on that same page?
2: Oh, yeah, no question. I I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, That's the first plan. That's the first bullet point. Uh, I'm going to be writing that on on Sports Illustrated. I'll be writing in Philly Boys tomorrow. Uh, That's the first bullet point of the 2021 plan is to get uh, as high in that top 10 as you could, and it ended up being number six, as opposed, as I said, to being number nine. Uh, I don't necessarily, uh, agree with that, and, and, and we'll see how it shakes out, but, um, it, you know, it, this is not a league, and we, we're, we're in Philadelphia, so we can look at what the 76ers did. And by the way, Crossy, this is much different. This is one game. And yes, the Eagles had a plan, and, Alan Hurts admitted this to me just a few minutes ago on Zoom. The plan was for Nate Sudsville to come in. It wasn't changed because of ineffectiveness or anything of that nature. If anyone even wants to go down that road, that was the plan to eventually go to Nate Sutwell. Um And look, you're not trying to win a football game if you're doing that. And uh, the Eagles can talk about evaluation, you're not going to evaluate a veteran backup quarterback that you don't want to play anyway. Uh, you were just trying to get through this game. And I often talk about, you know, management tanks, players don't. Players didn't tank. The players are out there playing as hard as they can. Um, but the Eagles didn't play their best players for 60 minutes. And that's
1: sort of how you go about tanking. NFL Insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media Network, subscribe to his podcast, listen to him uh, and hear him uh, all week. Johnny Mack, the other story uh, that was bubbling over leading into the prime time game that was flexed by the National Football League on Monday or Tuesday uh, of last week to put us in this position. Uh, was Carson Wentz, uh, and I don't know what this speculation means. His relationship with uh, Doug Peterson is fractured beyond repair. I don't even know how that can happen, uh, but that report <laughs> that report was out there. Uh, tell me your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously at this stage you have to understand how these things get out there, Krause. It's obviously agent-driven, and, and that's, you know, sort of, what they want to move in that direction. There's no question. I mean, Carson Wentz is upset with the organization. Uh, nobody likes to be benched, certainly. Uh, and, and there is probably a little bit of, of a disconnect with that relationship because Doug is the one who benched him. Uh, although I, w- I would argue, and I've said on this show and other platforms we have, that Carson plays so poorly benched himself. You know, but I, I put it, I laugh at that, too, and it was Chris Mortensen who's very plugged in, Um, and the report is correct, as I said. It's it's aging-driven, and Carson certainly wants to generate a trade and start a new somewhere else, but, you know, if you fracture a bone, fracture anything, well, what do you do? You repair it. Something, you know, can be repaired, and it definitely has to be repaired, Uh, but it's certainly possible, and I certainly think, if you're going to ask me today, I think it's more likely and not because of the contract issues, because of the dead money issues. That still Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts are going to be there. But there's no doubt uh, be here with the Eagles. But there's no doubt that Doug Peterson has to repair uh, some relationships and has to soothe some ego, and um, that's part of the job. That's been I would argue that's been the strength of Doug Peterson as the head coach managing personalities and getting past these hiccups, but he's definitely got some work to do.
1: Oh, boy. Johnny Mack. <laughs> do, do you or have you seen enough of Jalen Hurts in the three and games and three quarters that he played to even go there? To even to even consider the possibility that Carson Wentz will be traded.
2: Uh, well, I, I think if Carson is to be traded, I don't think it has that much to do with Jalen Hurts. I do think that he, he Jalen Hurts, uh, I'm talking about now. He's proven that he's got a chance, an opportunity. Uh, to be a starting level quarterback in the NFL. I think he has shown enough to say he could develop and be that type of player down the line. I, I, this is still a very small sample size and I think you've seen it get progressively worse and that tends to happen. I mean, that first game, nobody has any pro film on them. They're a little bit surprised. And as you move on from there, things get a little bit more difficult, a little bit more difficult and a little bit more difficult. If you look at the box score today, it reads 7 seven of 20 for 72 yards and a passer rating of 25. So that's not good. But you would also look at, you know, what was he able to do with his legs? He was able to score the two touchdowns. He was, he was able to extend plays. He, he had Quez Watkins open by extending the play. Cheap plug for the show, Grousey. I love it, Johnny. Uh, and, and, <laughs> And he should have hit him for a touchdown. So he's capable of doing those types of things. And that's all positive. But no, I don't think if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you sit here today and say, well, this guy's a, a, a starting quarterback. I, I don't think they can afford to do that going into 2021. Um, and that's why, hey, they have a lot of decisions to make. And it's, as I said, it's already started. Um, with Jim Swartz is not going to. Um, he's going to let his contract expire so you're going to have a new defensive coordinator they've made the decision on Doug he's going to be back um, unless something really goes wrong on Tuesday when he meets with Jeffrey Lurie uh, Howie's going to be back there's going to be significant changes on the coaching staff as a whole uh, and then you got to fix this Carson Wentz thing and you got to fix it by either trading him or fix it by repairing the relationship but it can't go forward as it is right now. And it was interesting, you know, um, I tweeted out uh, just before we started this show, Jason Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and Carson Wentz were sitting uh, by themselves on a darkened Lincoln financial field just talking about things. And might be the last time we see Zach, I would say, is the last time we're going to see Zach Ertz as a Philadelphia Eagle and perhaps Jason Kelsey, that would be retirement
1: and perhaps Carson Wentz that would be trade john do you think Doug Peterson embarrassed the franchise in prime time tonight well i think he embarrassed part of the fan base that doesn't like
2: um just giving up games. I, I think that's fair to say. Uh, but I do think there's a, another segment that thinks he did the right thing. I certainly don't think he embarrassed the organization because the organization's on board. By that, I mean Jeffrey Lawyer and Henry Roseman. I, I mean, <laughs> they're on board with this. They want that number six pick uh, versus the number nine. I mean, um, as far as, you know, finishing... Uh, five ten and one versus four eleven and one. Uh, I don't think it matters that much to them. Um and that's. I, I think. Look, let's be honest. It's a newer generation. Things have changed a little bit, and and now people look at at this type of thing as as strategy, more than an old school thought of of trying to win at all costs. And what what I mentioned, Jason Kelsey spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Um, they don't think it will affect the culture of this organization. I, I tend to agree with them because a, a new breed of player not going to care about something like that.
1: NFL insider John McMullen, last two minutes before uh, we check off on the Eagles post-game show across the Jacob Media Network. John, I'm going to give away or I'm going to give out your game ball and then I'll give you the final... Uh, two minutes uh, to refute the decision and, or perhaps agree with the decision. We've talked about this player on this program a few times in the post game show. I'm giving your game ball to Alex <laughs> Singleton. He, ah, he,
2: pla- he
1: J Mac, he played to the very end and man, uh, I love watching him out there. Every snap.
2: Yeah, that's exactly who I was going to give it to. It had to be on the defensive side of the ball because those guys showed up as a whole uh, and really fought. And and there was tremendous attrition, especially in the secondary, as I mentioned. But yeah, Alex Singleton has really developed and come out of nowhere as a special teams player. Uh, but he had 14 tackles today at a sack. Um, you know, he leads the, the Eagles in tackles, and he really only started for the last, I think, 11 games. Um, so you can imagine what he was able to do. And by the way, every tackle he gets, he, he, donates, uh, to charity. So, um, yeah, I, you know, sort of a, I, I, and I tweeted out early in the game. It's obviously been a, a very disappointing season for the Philadelphia Eagles. But if you're looking for one thing to make you smile and, and, and think positive about Alex Singleton, his development as a player, um, and plus what he does off the field, uh, as far as helping um, uh, a lot of, of charities and his sister in uh, um, the Special Olympics, is just a great guy to go along with it. And that's what you always want. I mean, when you have a good player and
1: they're great off the field, it's kind of a home run. NFL insider John McMullen joining us for his Eagles post game first reaction. From down at the link, the end of the season concludes with an embarrassment to the fan base, perhaps. Great stuff, Johnny Mac. We'll see you all week. Jody Mac on WIP, Philly Voice, Sports Illustrated, and across AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Good stuff, Johnny Mac.
2: All right, thanks, Josh. We appreciate it.